Adams, Adamly, Adamowski, Bueller, Burns, Burns, Burns. It's time for school. Rock school with your hosts, Dr. Joe Burns. No, it wasn't for the the, the show. It, it was an extra place to sit. Right. They built it on the stage, and my guess is if you had enough money to, I don't know, make it snow. Yeah. You could sit up there and watch the whole so darn they thing. Had- Class is in. This is the Rock School Radio Show here on the Rock School Radio Network. I'm Joe Burns. You I are. am Tammy Burns. I saw a fact not so long ago that started this whole show and sent me off on one of these veins. I read that Michael Blue Blaze last Ooh. tour was created to make $1 million at each stop. That's how they set it up. And I thought this was amazing And I thought, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to set up a show where we talk about bands that were able to make a million dollars at each show. At each show. Each and every single show. Here's the thing. Once I started to do the the research, according to Polestar, a million dollars at each stop is nothing. Get out of here. No, I'm going to tell you the top five. Coldplay's A Head Full of Dreams tour in 2016 made $4.5 million. At each stop, Madonna's Sticky Sweet Tour in 2018 pulled in second at $4.79 million per stop. U2's The Joshua Tree in 2017 made $6.3 million. Goodness. Taylor Swift's Redemption Stadium Tour pulled $6.5 million per stop. No. Yes. Even when she came to New Orleans, she pulled in $6.5 million. Now, this is an average. Obviously, but let's say she pulled in half of that in NOLA, New Orleans. That's still 3.25 million. That's insane. And that's not even number one. Number one is U2's 360 tour, and it had an average of $6.7 million per stop. What were they charging for tickets? It had to be unbelievably heavy. I remember when they came here, my buddy Steve, who is a theater professor, but he teaches stagecraft and the building of elements. Mm -hmm. He said, "I, I have to go see it just because it is the largest stage show ever created really and and to which i looked at him and i said you gotta be kidding me the wall you mean roger waters building that freaking wall wall during the 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 show that's what i thought Uh and he said oh no the wall isn't even in the top five the thing is when i started doing all of these um pieces of research to try and fill that i found not only how many were making a million dollars per stop but also who has the most expensive stage setup ever. Do I want to know this? Of course you do. All right. And I have some of the most expensive stages, but I want to talk about that idea of a million dollars per 
show. Goodness. Because I've just told you the top five. Yeah. And although it's not finished, the Jay-Z and Beyonce and Ed Sheeran shows, Uh each could be making upwards of $5 million per show. So I want to talk about money per show, and then I want to talk about the most expensive stage setups ever. Okay. Meaning... Every time the stage is set up. It's it's worth this amount of money, right? Right. They're not just coming in playing on a flat stage. Gotcha. And we're going to talk about that. So it's nothing more than unbelievable monetary excess in concert this day on Rock School. of $6.7 million per show. Wow. And like you say, it's got to be made up in ticket sales and I I guess sales of merchandise uh-huh. and sales of things during. Yeah. Now, my question, because I, you remember I started this by saying I heard that Michael Blue Blaze tour was set up to make a million dollars. Yep. Now, that was the tour about a year and a half ago. To which I thought to myself, once I saw Taylor Swift and all of that, when was it done for the first time? Good question. Okay, now, the Blue Blade tour was about two years ago. Take a guess, what year do you think the very first tour to make a million dollars per stop took place? Uh, What year? Go back. uh, 82 is what I'm thinking. Wow. You're spectacular. It's 1981. It was the Rolling Stones on the Rolling Stones American Tour. They pulled $1.4 million per show. Wow. And in 1984, the Jacksons, not Michael, uh-huh, but the Jacksons, the right, the uh-huh. Victory Tour, $1.36 million uh-huh. per show. That, that's who I was thinking about. The Jacksons? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, the first individual to do it was David Bowie. In 1987, that's the Glass Spider Tour. Yeah. And it was set up in the same way I read about Michael Bublé. The concept was to make $1 million per stop. Michael Jackson's Bad Tour. Yeah, absolutely. uh, What year was that? Same year. $1.03 million per stop. The first woman to do it was Madonna. The Girly Show World Tour in 1993 made $1.7 million per stop. Then Celine Dion did it in 2008. And after 2008, it became commonplace. If you weren't making a million dollars per stop... It wasn't worth touring? Right. It wasn't worth going out on tour. Oh my gosh. Come so on So there now. you go. There's the million dollars per tour. So now that we have that, we're going to go back and we're going to talk about this idea of what stage setups cost the most. And by that, I'm, you think to yourself, well, what do you mean, stuff on stage? It was set up by not only stuff on stage, how many people it took, how long it took, how much the stage costs, and all that kind of stuff. But 
First band to do it, million dollars per show, Rolling Stones, you go in rock school. Okay, coming out of the Rolling Stones, the first band to set it up so their tour was $1 million per stop. Again, when I read that about Michael Blue Blay, I thought, no one's ever done that before. And I was completely made fun of because it's commonplace now. It's making me a little sick, I'll be honest with you. What's that? Making you sick about what? Well, because it's so much money. It seems like such a waste. I mean, isn't a a guy and a guitar and an, uh, an amp enough? Now, look, Ed Sheeran does that. If I'm not mistaken, yeah, he does. Yeah, so how, how was he pulling down that kind of money? Come it's got to be ticket prices. It's got to be merch. It's got to be all those additional things. But see, he I believe he has not only a little band with him, but the big thing of the show, the majority of the show, he has a looping system. Yeah. Where he steps on a yep. pedal and it records what he's playing and he loops and he puts this on top, which means, and I've seen guitarists play with this at you know like little eateries, it takes them five minutes to build, to build the song uh-huh. right, until it's something. And although once or twice, it's that's fun. really clever. About the third or fourth time. Get to it already. You're right. Bring out the band. Yeah. You know? I like people playing instruments. Right. What is, in terms of making a million dollars per show, it then said to me, like you, a flat stage just isn't doing it anymore. If I'm going to come see you, I have got to see a show. I can't just see four guys, five guys, six girls on a stage playing. You want $300, $400 from me. You'd best do much more in terms of visual. Okay? So the most expensive concert stage setups that I found, and we're going to stop on the low end, Lady Gaga's Born This Way Ball. It cost approximately $1 million per concert it says here between 2012 and 2013 lady gaga had 98 concerts she became the largest touring scenic structure ever five stories tall all three dimensions all revolving around a giant gothic castle it took six and a half hours to set the darn thing up 400 square feet of led lighting and it cost more than two million to create she bought it outright because to rent it would well, yeah. have been too much money. Absolutely. You want to own that thing afterwards anyway for a really cool party, right? In order to run the show, uh-huh. it required 15 tractor trailers full of stuff just to move it from one place to another. Lady Gaga made her entrance through a huge zipped up vagina. Oh, I love that. I believe that had Can you its, say that? I believe that had its own tractor trailer. Oh. One million dollars, ladies and gentlemen. Yep. By the way, she also rode a human horse. Mm. Mm. Did he travel with him or did she have to get a new horse every every show? Had his own plane. Get bent. Yeah. Get bent. Lady Gaga on Rock School. It doesn't matter if you love him or capital H I M M M M. Put your paws up. 
Coming into the first break, more expensive concert stage setups. The Rolling Stones, a bigger bang tour. $1.6 million before they played one note. It's 2005-2007. There was an 85-foot-tall, 200-foot-wide structure, had fireworks, generated graphics, and two 60-foot stage towers with balconies for those of you who had a generous wallet. It was something you can sit on. Wait. No, it wasn't for the, the, the show. It, it was an extra place to sit. Right. They built it on the stage. And my guess is if you had enough money to, I don't know, make it snow, yeah. you could sit up there and watch the whole so darn they thing. So had, they had a place for people to sit and kind of yes. look at the others? Yes. Look down upon them. Oh, that's awful. You are my peasants, you cattle, you. That's like a British thing to do. We don't do that. (laughs) Stage was the size of two basketball courts, and it took more than 100 tractor trailers to transport it. Now, you say, come on, Joe, 100. They had two Mm -hmm. setups. So so while one was being performed. Yeah, the other one's being set up. That's right. The other Uh one was being set up. Can you imagine that? It took a crew of 150 workers per stage. You know what? Yes. There's only one thing that makes me happy about this. What's that? It's that people get to have a job. That's true. The 150 people. That's the only thing that makes me happy. You got it. Uh, Coming up next, Madonna's Sticky and Sweet Tour. $2 million per show. It says here the tour cost an estimated $261 million just to stage, not get people from here to there, just it to stage. It feels like you're being overcharged, doesn't it? it? It does to me. It had two large sparkling M's encrusted with real diamonds. The M's alone cost a million dollars each. Well, that's where she could have cut back. Don't <laughs> you, you think? Swarovski crystals? You know, they're always good. It is to me. Uh, Madonna made her grand entrance in a white Rolls Royce, which played on a T-shaped catwalk, which was accompanied by a virtual, not there, but mm. a virtual, mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake, Britney Spears, Pharrell Williams, and Kanye West all on a giant HD screen. Mm-hmm. Is that insane? It's insane. Who's listening to us? Well, I don't know now. Let me see. Maybe they left KPVL in Decorah, <laughs> Iowa. They're are so you, offended. Are you saying this is just a little too much this statistical is, crap? This is, yes. <laughs> Back in a minute here in Rock School. Hey, Rock School listener, if you are listening to this on podcast and thinking to yourself, gosh, this would sound so much better on the radio, well, it can be. The Rock School Radio Show is available to any radio station here in the United States or abroad. We already have one in Spain. What you need to do if you'd like to help us out is contact your local radio station and say, hey, why don't you run the Rock School Radio Show? It's free. Yeah, 
free. Doesn't cost them anything. We will take as many affiliates as we can, and we're giving it away. Have them get in touch with me or Todd. Todd will talk to them. Go to southeastern.edu slash rockschool. Southeastern.edu slash rockschool. And there's a little button on there that says contact us, and that's where they contact us. Thanks a lot right there in advance. Hopefully we can get on another radio station thanks to you. Coming out of the break, as we talk about the most expensive concert stage setups, this is the one I thought would win. Remember, I told you at the beginning of the show, my buddy Steve, who teaches all of the stage Oh, yeah, Steve builds that stuff too, right? He went to see 360 because it was, in his statement, the most expensive and largest stage ever created, to which I said, what about Roger Waters' The Wall? I know. Don't they build a wall every night? They do, and tear it down. Tear that wall down. Yeah, drive a plane right into it. We're there. A possibly, and I say a possibly because a lot of this stuff is people taking a guess at it. The wall tour that was held between 2010 and 2013 cost an estimated $60 million just for the props, just for the things they take along. Okay. And after you take the remainder of the stage and all the people, apparently $10.1 million per setup. It says here it was 500 feet in length, 80 feet in height, with an anti-war message. Roger Waters made this giant wall and had $16 million worth of bricks that were put together during the show. Yeah. The puppets alone cost $2 million. Good Lord. Yep. I could have done it for him so much cheaper. (laughs) It says here, as a traveling band, Mm -hmm. with the musicians, with the stage techs, with everything, it cost approximately $200,000 a day just to keep that show on the road. And you know what? What's as that? many people as he had on that show yeah. building the wall in the background. Right. You know, everywhere he went, all he'd had to do is say, I need some volunteers to build the wall. No, they wouldn't have been trained. I know that I know oh what you're saying. Oh my gosh, Don't training know, to build the wall. Are you serious? I know what you're saying, but look, it's so much easy for me to say, look, I was a disc jockey. I could have worked anywhere. It's a freaking wall. Oh, stop it. Roger Waters, here you go on Rock School. Okay, coming into the bottom of the hour, what did you suggest for the amount of money? Well, forget the the props, and you're going to get a couple of glasses of wine and some kind of chips or bread or something while you're sitting there. Somebody's going to serve it to you. That sounds like you're a local baseball team trying to entice people to come to the stadium because there's free beer and a hot dog during the third inning. Listen, wine, even if it's box wine, makes things better, okay? (laughs) Just... Just for the you know hay what? of it. Listen, Look, listen. This in- means this means nothing to the show. But we're going to a friend's retirement party tonight. 
we have wrapped a box of boxed wine. That's our that's our present. Well, that's all you can afford when you're retired anyway, right? <laughs> hey, listen. Yeah, what? In, in Cleveland, yeah. if they screw up how the wall gets together, but they've had a couple of glasses of wine, Look, somehow it would be okay. You can't do that. The, y- we just did. It takes about three hours to perform the entire... And I only know this because I watched it on HBO. The I video watched of it. it with you, and right. I thought I could put up the freaking wall myself. No, you have to have... Timing. You I have to have, have chore- timing. You have to have choreography. You can't just allow Bob from Cleveland I got to all of those things. Win a radio contest and set up the wall oh, behind the That's even Roger. better. He won the radio contest. <laughs> now he's in. My name is Joe Burns. You are Tammy Burns. I think you've been in the boxed wine. Let's talk about seven days and seventy seconds. These are the rock and roll dates, February fourth through February tenth. You got Monday. Go. February 4th, 1987, Liberace dies of AIDS-related pneumonia at age 67. Feb 5, 1957, Bill Haley arrives in London for the first British tour. February 6, 2003, ABC's 2020 airs the British documentary Living with Michael Jackson. February 7th, thanks to media coverage in 1964, a publicity campaign by Capitol Records, thousands of screaming fans greet the Beatles when their plane lands in New York at 1.20 p.m. And February 8th, 2003, the tattoo hits number one. Wait, what is that? Yeah, the tattoo duo. They're a oh, Russian. Oh, the duo. Remember, tattoo. they kept screaming about how they're lesbians, but once they became famous and people started oh, looking into they it. They were one like of, faux lesbians, right? Right. One yeah. of them had a boyfriend. Stop oh, it. Oh, stop it. That's nasty. <laughs> All right. They hit uh, number one in the U.K. with all the things she said. Go ahead, keep reading. I am. It's becoming the first. Becoming the only Russian act ever to top the chart. Ah, that was painful. That was very painful. February 9th, 1964, Beatles appear on Ed Sullivan's show for the first time on US TV. February 10, 2011, the video for Rebecca Black's Friday, Friday, Holy Crud, it's Friday, is uploaded to YouTube, where it becomes really what a lot of people believe is the first viral smash like it now before i get into the largest and most expensive stage setup i'm going to tell you about a few other ones although i don't have numbers for them i do have some statistics the visual dreamscape for beyonce's and jc's current on the run 2 tour was put together by the same company that made u2's last setup and it is said to be in the tens of millions of dollars. The purpose is to set up a show that steps into augmented reality, allowing fans to be interactive. So not only, seriously, not only do you watch the show on the screen, uh-huh. but you download an app before the show begins and and what the audience chooses on that app is taken in aggregated into a decision and that's what comes up on the screen are you kidding me that's way too much work it seems to be the new thing they call i don't want to have to do that much they call it a vr show a virtual reality show And the thing is, a lot of bands are starting to do this in that while you're watching the show, it will suggest to you, here are three songs. What would you like to hear next? How about just watching them sing? No, I'm part of the show. I'm as important as you are. Welcome to social media. I got it. Blah, 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 blah. I gotcha. I don't have my list of music. 
Here's a song on Rock School. Coming into the second break, you informed me you have a couple questions you must ask. I do. I, I shall them. answer them whether I know it or not. Okay. Well, okay. First question. Yeah. You need to do a show about, well, it's not really a question. It's, okay. it's a statement. Go ahead. You need to do a show about the failures because all of these things have not been a, a success, correct? I have to believe that the successes are well documented. The failures are not? The failures. What, every, what is it? Every snowflake pleads not guilty after the avalanche. Right. Something tells me, they, what's the other statement? The doctors bury their mistakes. Uh, I'm guessing it's not going to be as easy to find failures in all of this. I know what you're saying. A band decides to spend $4 million per show uh-huh. and nobody comes to see them. Yeah. Okay. Okay. What's question number two? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say bloopers and, and stuff like that. That would be funny. That would be funny. I'll tell you about one blooper. Uh, this is on the list as well. We don't have any numbers, but you and I saw Motley Crue's final tour. Yes, we did. It was the largest fire and pyro display ever put together indoors. Yes, indeed. It, do you remember? We were sitting as far away oh, from them as you could we get. We were at the exit and we felt the fire. Right. I was going to say, we were so far away. I didn't know Motley Crue was three inches tall. But did but you did you know that Tommy Lee was so cute? I, I don't know. I, oh, I can't help you with oh that. Oh my gosh. You know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm more of a other guy person. I can't think of another person in Motley Crue. Vince Neil. I'm more oh, of a oh, Vince Neil go. guy. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah, you're exactly like Vince Neil. There, <laughs> there was not only the stage and mm-hmm. all the fire and mm-hmm. all the fireworks, but there was a huge roller coaster for Tommy Lee's drums. And you're talking about bloopers. The darn thing worked on every stop except their final stop in Los Angeles after they had been touring for some absurd amount of time, like three years. It was their yeah. last tour, so you might as well just Somebody keep going. Somebody didn't, didn't uh, grease the wheels, huh? <laughs> it says here it took close to 175 people to set up the stage. And again, there were two stages, one being set up and then one being performed on. Yeah. And they continued to flip. The logistics of that scare me to death another very expensive stage and by the way this is on is this on hbo or youtube no no no. i think it's on netflix i think it's on netflix uh taylor swift's redemption stadium tour it took 52 semis and 30 flatbed trucks to move the thing around and i believe it's on netflix i think i'm right about that so you can watch it for free and when you look at it, you're like, okay, I I can you get see it? where right. I can see where the money. Okay, went. second question for yeah. you. Yeah, 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 yeah. What happens to all these sets after it's all over? Uh, Are I, they all like broken down? I don't. You number know. one, I don't know. But again, I got a buddy, not Steve, but I got another buddy that works building scenery. Yeah. And he said it's amazing how much that major corporations will spend on scenery and then throw it away when it's done. Just throw it away. Well, which, that's sad. Which drives him insane. Yeah. Okay. Who's listening to us? Well, that's the other people listening to us. That's WMCE and Erie PA. Fantastic. Back in a minute here on Rock School.
Hey, Rock School listener, if you are listening to this on podcast and thinking to yourself, gosh, this would sound so much better on the radio, well, it can be. The Rock School Radio Show is available to any radio station here in the United States or abroad. We already have one in Spain. What you need to do if you'd like to help us out is contact your local radio station and say, hey, why don't you run the Rock School Radio Show? It's free. Yeah, free. Doesn't cost them anything. We will take as many affiliates as we can and we're giving it away. Have them get in touch with me or Todd. Todd will talk to them. Go to southeastern.edu slash rockschool. Southeastern.edu slash rockschool. And there's a little button on there that says contact us. And that's where they contact us. Thanks a lot. Right there in advance. Hopefully we can get on another radio station. Thanks to you. Coming out of the break, let me tell you about a few more of these concerts. Again, I don't have numbers, okay, but I'm just going to tell you what it's all about. Tell me. The Queen Adam Lambert Show. Two remaining members of Queen, the uh-huh. drummer and the guitarist, Brian May, right. went on tour because the, the original bassist, John, decided he doesn't just want to do it anymore. And you know, I can't. I can't fault yep, him for you that. Get that. I've had it. My lead singer is gone. Let's not do I this. I can't sing that song one but, more time. Right. But the Queen Adam Lambert tour had the largest virtual reality screen ever taken out. And the reason I call it a virtual reality screen is uh-huh. because Freddie Mercury appears. They actually perform right. with Freddie Mercury. Wow. And again, the, the money to people who know what they're doing... It, it's it's insane. Skrillex, I think he's a the, the 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 DJ guy. Oh yeah yeah yeah. He performs inside of a working spaceship. The, he's a DJ, so you can't move around a whole lot. Uh-huh. It's like watching a drummer alone. Yeah. So he's inside of this spaceship, which flies not only around the stage but out over the audience and back and turns and twists a whole time. And doesn't that just sound like a mistake about to happen? It does, and the thing is, he doesn't have records anymore, so he can turn upside down oh, and all that. Oh my gosh! Right. So he has that whole thing moving around. There's another band called Cruella on their Get Wet tour. They had a crystal volcano created. And we're talking about a 40-foot volcano with lasers beaming all around, bouncing off the crystals. And it must have, if you just simply take this, the simple number of crystals, it must have cost in the multi-millions wow. to do this. Now, I don't get me wrong, something to look at, but wow, that's a lot of money. I can't wait till you do the next show. <laughs> How I went broke on all that stupid stuff. Exactly that. Right? That could very well be the show you're talking about, the bloopers. And the one we're going to play, the Beautiful Trauma Tour Trauma. by Pink. This is the one where she's not just performing, she's in a Cirque du Soleil Yeah, I've seen that, upside circus. down. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. she's on flying wires. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. the thing about the show was not just that you're watching Pink fly, there is a circus going on the entire way through the show. So if she's out front singing, standing on the stage, mm-hmm. behind her is a circus constantly going on. Now I'm getting my money's worth. They decided to take the show to Australia. It took three fully loaded 747 planes carrying only the people who were part of the show. 
Not passengers, just the people part and of the show. not pink. Just to get it to Australia. Goodness. It's pink here on Rock School. You hold the door for me. Now you can't wait to leave. You used to send me flowers if something my dreams. I used to make you laugh with all the silly shit I did. Now you roll your eyes and walk away and shake your head. I'm so strong. I just can't wake up on the floor like a thousand times before. No, we're not forever. Won't be. How do we just move on? How do you feel in the morning when it comes and everything's undone? Either because we want to be free, well, that's not me. Normally I'm so strong. I just can't wake up on the floor like a thousand times before. No, we're not forever. Won't be. Okay, final break here on Rock School. I'm going to tell you one more that we don't have statistics for, we don't have the money for. Okay. It's just, by face validity, ridiculously expensive. And then we'll finish. I'll tell you which one is the most expensive to set up. And if you've been listening to the show, my guess is you can tell what it is right off the bat. Here's the one we don't have any numbers for. Kanye West, the St. Pablo Tour. Okay? Say what you want about this guy. He is nothing else if not creative. When people went to see him, it started in New York, they couldn't understand where the music was coming from. What happened is the stage came down suspended from the ceiling. So the entire setup, everything, the musicians, the dancers, everything, came down suspended on their own systems. Get out. And the thing is you say, okay, well, people are directly underneath it. Does that mean they lose it? No, because the whole thing was on top of glass stages. Oh, my gosh. You could look straight up to the people who were making the music. That was his St. Paolo tour. I don't know how much that cost, neither did the people who wrote these documents, but their statement is, it must have been insane. Okay? And the one that cost the most, 23 to $31, $31 million per show. Okay, per show? Right, they don't have a specific. U2's 360 tour. That's the one my buddy Steve went to because he's, I just have to see it. Uh-huh. I just have to see it. It says here it's the most technologically innovative, biggest, and most expensive concert stage ever created in history. Between 2009 and 2012, under a gigantic 200-ton arachnid called the Claw, the structure weighed 200 tons, and its center pylon went up 151 feet. A huge video wall that cost a million dollars alone, Uh 300 workers were required. In order to move this thing around the United States and other countries, it was almost three quarters of a million dollars per day. Dear. The stage weighed over 400 tons and cost between 23 and 31 million every time they put it up. And as you might assume, there were two of them. Oh my goodness. One being performed in, one being set up. The 360 tour became the highest grossing tour in history, $730 million. I'm afraid it had to be 
in order to overcome the stage they've set up. And U2 is known for defeating themselves every time. I can't fathom what they would do to defeat this. I shudder to think. But my guess is right now they have the best minds in the world of stagecraft and they're going to come up with something that if you thought the 360 tour was amazing, watch this. Uh, you know, in, when after you read that, it to me it sounds like the Kanye West tour. Yeah, may have cost more money than than theirs. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. A, that a whole stage tours. moving around like that. That's yeah. it. So next time you go see a tour, realize a whole lot more money because you're thinking, oh, the tour made eighty twelve million dollars. They didn't get to keep all that. A lot of it went to paying the food, the travel, and all those people who are coming along with you. I'm Joe Burns. I'm Tammy Burns. That's it. Class is dismissed. Mm -hmm.